Hey everybody, uh, so this is uh, episode 150, and uh, in honor of that, um, we did not have, uh, we did not do a profile, but instead we had two of our favorite guests uh, back on the show, um, those are uh, Josh Fadum and Paul Goebel. So uh, during this episode, uh, we did not have a specific topic uh, in mind, so it's very freeform, very, you know, uh, very loose, and um, and so during the episode, um, we do, there are huge Avatar spoilers, all right, so keep that in mind, uh, as well as uh, more than the usual amount of profanity. Um, those who listen to the Paul Goebel Show know, Go, the Paul Goebel Show know that uh, he uh, he is also very loose uh, when it comes to uh, the things that he says, and so if if you find yourself offended by uh, uh, some of the you know uh, harsher uh, you know uh, profanity, uh, you know this uh, just keep that in mind for this episode. And uh, and as I mentioned in general, uh, the show is this episode is going to be is very loose, very scattered, very random, and it should be noted very loud. So I uh, just wanted to give you guys a little warning up front, and uh, thanks a lot. Enjoy. Everybody, how's it going? My name's Paul Goebel. Uh, you blew it. Oh, what? I, fuck, I ruined it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello, and welcome moment. aboard the Battleship Retention. That is Tyler's moment. Don't you understand? I'm David Bax. I stepped right on it. <laughs> this is not your podcast. When you are a guest in someone else's house. I'm so used to it. I'm, I'm that's his moment, it. though. Yeah, you're right. I, that's my bad. <laughs> Go again, I'm sorry. Tyler. Start again. This is your moment. This is your time to shine. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler Smith. I think we might need to do another sound check. <laughs> we weren't anticipating people screaming at top volume. Well, when you have Paul, Josh Fadum on the show, Jesus, you better Paul. anticipate that. That is, I'm, clearly you've never been to the Josh Fadum, what falling down face. Where I don't hour. say anything. Yeah, you've never been there. Well, that, that, and that's my point. That show is super loud and you don't even say anything. <laughs> I know. My, that was my feet that I was actually making that noise with. A or the other, ago. the other show you used to do at the Ramada, the Jazz Fadum's Acid Reflex Hour. Very loud. That show was that very was not loud. so loud. Oh, that wow. was not so loud. There was, no one came. There wasn't. So loud. I was. I loved it. That was Sometimes one of my people would come. Shows. Yeah, we had fun. Here, I brought you a candy bar. Tyler, would you introduce us for crying out I loud? I hesitated giving it to you because, as you can see, it's not for girls. <laughs> uh, would you like a sandwich? <laughs> it's from it's it's from England. Wait a second. I'm a viewer and I'm at home listening and I have no idea what I'm listening to. Are they going to tell me what I'm listening to? Tyler Smith. <laughs> Hello and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. <laughs> I am Tyler Smith. I'm David Bax. And thank you for... Oh, no, they're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at, the, look at it this way. You can, that is conveniently located. You can cut it all out. All that shit we did before the show. No, it's too good. You got to keep it in. I think and it's, look, I think it's look, gold. There's people flipping <laughs> channels now, and they're like, "Huh, this one's no good. This one's no good. Oh, this is good. I came in on the middle of it. Isn't that how podcasts work? Yes, yes. Yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to t- could tune in at a certain time. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's a big deal, David. It's our uh, 150th episode, Woo! and we decided to celebrate it by alienating all of our listeners 
immediately. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. We're having two of our favorite guests. That's right. Oh, have you been on the show before? Uh-huh. How many times? How many, guys? I don't know. S- many. I believe I hold really? the record. I'm not sure. I did. Josh wow. does have the record. Mm. I believe I hold no. I've been on the show twice. We've twice. been on Paul's show 18 times. Several times. <laughs> um, although, I will say, although that drops down to 10 if you take out just the re-airs. I will say I, I listened to one of the ones that I was on. Maybe yeah. I've never listened to it before. And it's actually, shame on you guys, it's the only one that's still up on the site. I couldn't ah. find the other ones. But you were you've only been in one official episode. Okay. Everything else is a, is supplement. a BP supplement. Well uh, those and those are all there. The episodes are gone though. Huh? Something a lot of, everything but one thing is gone. Because you've only been in one, he said. There's only, but one I've been episode. in a lot of things. I've but been. Those are all available. I've wrote. They're all available. I've They're been just not set adrift. The battleship pretension. So many did of you time. look on the website? Is that where you were looking? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got to go somewhere. Episodes. Else. It's they. They. You know, we separate out episodes, and then we also separate out, separate out BP supplements. Uh huh. All right. You go there. It's the Josh Fadum show. But I clicked something, and it wouldn't. It. It just. It wouldn't. Uh, I couldn't find it. Oh, well, that might just be a faulty link or something Something to like look that. into. I mean, you know, and then that way also is. people who are already in love with my voice and <laughs> listening for the first time can know, oh, I can go here to hear more. Yeah. Um, that was, see how I snuck that in there? But what I noticed mm-hmm. was the only That's one fine. that worked, and then I realized when I was listening to it, I was like, God, I'm so scared to like say, because I'm like, you know, we talk about movies and usually uh-huh. we're bound by the what's new in the entertainment weekly, you know, because mm-hmm. we do right. that a lot. Yeah. But I noticed that, in a lot of them, I'm like, you know, it's some movie. I'm like, ah, in my mind, I'm like, it looks like shit. This movie looks terrible. <laughs> Fuck that director. Fuck that guy. But uh, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, why am I not saying fuck that guy? I'm like, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I think it kind of, I, I give it a chance. <laughs> I'm like, it sounds like I'm scared to, I'm, it sounds like I'm scared to say how much I think something's going to suck or did suck. Because I'm like, oh, I hope they give me a job or something like that. <laughs> well, you gotta sp- you gotta speak your mind. No one's gonna give you a job, so just uh, yeah, that's know. true. You yeah, are I not gonna you, work. Spe- you know, I always speak my mind, and look how great my career has gone. <laughs> right. See. <laughs> well, in that case, the gloves are coming off today. Speaking of jobs, how, why do you need money? You're a TV star. You were on the Emmy winning Thirty Rock. One of the funniest things. Yeah, of this last is the first season. time you've been back since you were on. Is it? Has on, that yeah. check not cleared yet? What happened? <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I used it for blowing my nose. When DVDs, <laughs> when DVDs of that season hit the shelves, you're gonna be rolling. Am in I money gonna be Uncle Moneybags? Yeah, Subway sandwiches on me, guys. Oh, sweet. <laughs> um, I hear those five dollar footlongs are flying off the shelf. Oh, six inch. Sorry. Oh, only sitch. <laughs> yeah. What are you taking yeah. me for? <laughs> All right. Some kind of guy who's take, worth taking for. <laughs> all right. And what about all your Snickers money? I ate it. I ate it up, man. <laughs> He's just paid me times are tough, you know. <laughs> I, I would take that gig. Actually. I need help. I need an even break. That's a great spot. Did I like, like that. Those, that. I like that whole campaign already. But yours is the best one, especially because when the class... for anyone listening, what happened? You want to tell them what happens? Okay, in it? talk about it's me, Josh and Master <laughs> P. The, the premise of the spots are there's a, a famous person, whether it's Master P or Patrick Ewing or someone like that, uh, interacting with a so-called normal guy, uh-huh, like and me, they're, and they're doing something normal. And in, in Josh's thing, Master P is buying like one of those big crazy necklaces that rappers wear, mm-hmm. and he asks Josh, "What do you think?" And Josh is there eating a Snickers, and your line is, "I like it, P." <laughs> and then Master P puts it on the glass countertop to buy it, 
and it is so heavy it falls through and shatters. But the funniest part is Josh immediately runs away. <laughs> when that happens, Josh runs out as if to say, oh, no, we're going to get in trouble. And that made me laugh every time I watched it. Oh, thank that was a good you. Spot. And then you were on uh, Dollhouse, right? Yeah. Yeah, you were great on Dollhouse. Thank you. I, I love that. I didn't even thank see that. Thank you. Yeah, you were just in the, the ooh, ooh, teaser, ooh. right? You got killed in the, te- in the, in the teaser? Uh, oh, yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, I, I get killed right away. But I, and apparently, they talk about me, my character who died the whole, the whole episode. Show, yeah, and it's do you get paid like, for that? You know, oh, you should get paid every time my character gets mentioned. You know what I found out? They though, just talk about how great my the guy who played me was. The, the who played him was. In the it's WGA, like, if you uh, if you work on TV and you write a character onto a show, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, that character uh, appears for the rest of the series or whatever. Generally, it happens with kids. You you get a, a credit every time, even if you're no longer writing on that show. If that character you created is on the show, you get a credit for every script because oh, that's your character. That's nice. So if you write huh. Joey Stivic uh, is born, if you wrote that episode, you got uh, you got credit for every episode Joey Stivic was in on All in the Family and Gloria oh. and everything else. Oh. Huh. Found that out from one of the guys who used to write on Golden Girls. Well, that's what I got to do. Didn't Mitchell Hurwitz used to write on uh, Golden Girls? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. A lot of Joss Whedon used to write on Roseanne. Did he? Yeah. yeah. You Pre-Buffy. That? Yeah. Like, yeah. How was Joss Whedon? Obviously. Pre, pre, no, pre-Buffy the movie. Did you, oh, I didn't meet him. <laughs> you didn't even meet him? No, I didn't meet him. He wasn't there. How was Elisa Dushku? Did you didn't meet her? Didn't meet her either. Wow. Who the were director was nice. Amy Acker? Who else? Was no, the only people I met only guest stars. The two I, people, my scene was only with guest stars. The people, the, the tall black guy, and then the other yeah, McCad Brooks. He was nice. Oh, he he's on uh, Deep End now. Oh he, yeah, he oh. I'm he him. He seemed to have a lot of stuff on True Blood. Afterwards, it, he said True a nice Blood. thing. He goes, "I didn't I didn't know he was someone who was about to be some a name that people would remember." But he was like, "Hey, good job. You a good actor." Oh, also, I heard him talking about. I heard he it was he was getting this heated argument with. Uh, the other girl who was in the scene it wasn't an argument. I shouldn't say that. They were talking about like he was saying, "I never read the script. I only read what my lines are. It's much better. Otherwise, I'm thinking about too much stuff." And in my mind, I'm like, "I don't know if I agree with that." <laughs> but McCad Brooks he must has a much more extensive IMDb page than Josh Fadum. So sure. Well, I I mean I kind of agree with that. If your part is not. If you're a guest star or something, like in your case, you literally I only had need, to read two pages. I didn't read the re- – I think yeah, I tried. I was bother? like, boring. Yeah, why fucking bother? That's I don't get I, it. I used to do that all the time when I used to be on TV. It's like, yeah, I, I know my five lines. I think I'm good. And then I would sit and watch uh, the people rehearsing. And, and then, you know, if you're on a sitcom especially, you kind of get the idea. But I understand the idea. You want to be in the moment and react genuinely or whatever. But I think if you're in the whole – show like him how do you not know the rest of the fucking show that's going on mm. he was in the sh- in the episode from beginning to end right i think it's a case-by-case basis because if you're in a, like some sort of comedy show that uh, involves you like hammering a joke home to make it like to make it worse for the other characters person it might help to know like what the other characters you know what i mean uh-huh. give it some comedic context does that make yes, sense yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah sitcom's different you yeah. guys or just Wanna anything. Weigh in on this at all, guys? <laughs> can I talk? Let's let's. Okay, Paul, let's get off the TV. This is a podcast about movies. That's what I do is it? I was told I could talk about whatever I wanted. Well, it's yeah, movies. Can. Yeah. Okay. Well, then it's not seriously, called, you guys. I cannot it's not the, be called on the Battleship show. Three's Company. I, don't know I know why you keep asking me. I can't do it. I, I'm sorry. I'm and busy. The, the that show's going to suffer for it. 
Well, I mean, I, w- I can't even ch- I can't even come to the live show, and I apologize. I can't even be there. I have something to do, and I wish I could be there. But now I you're can't. talking about Battleship Pretension Live, which is February 6th at yes. 8 p.m. in Meltdown Comics. That's exactly five dollars in free about. beer. Jimmy Pardo, Frank Conniff, Jason Nash, Pat Healy, Ed Salazar, and Josh Fader. And Josh Fader. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, yeah. But I can't. I'm sorry. I don't know why you keep bringing it up. I'm telling you, I can't be there. I apologize. Paul, you should set up a, a Paul Goebel show live at Meltdown. They're very I've been uh, thinking about it. Well, we got our 200th episode coming up. Oh, my. And I thought that would be a good thing to but do. But isn't it really like 192nd? Because didn't you just like skip a bunch of the yeah, 40s? Yeah, maybe like a handful. <laughs> but I also, there's some idea. Wait, hey, wait, wait, wait. What? You don't remember like, that? When it was I was like, in, you like in episode 47 or so, <laughs> I said, fuck it. Next episode's 50. We're just going to skip ahead. <laughs> But there's also episodes that are two-parters that I said, this is episode uh, 85, part two. So, okay. And then there's plus, there's video episodes that are numbered. So, You guys ever done that, video episodes? No. Uh, well, we do, not video episodes, but we do. We've we have into... five-minute segments on the website called Ask BP, where people Ooh. can tweet questions to me at The Pretension mm. on Twitter, and we will uh, answer them. Have you ever minutes. done a live stream? No. No. That's what You're we're considering doing that. for the 200. We're considering doing it live in front of an audience and streaming it at the same time. Now, for people who don't know, I, mean, I, I can't imagine anyone does, but you're talking about your podcast, The Paul Goebel Show. <laughs> yes, The Paul Goebel Show, which you can get uh, through iTunes and through my website, thekingoftv.com. Paul, I had a great time when I was a guest on your show. Well, Josh, I, I do believe I've asked you to be on the show. No, 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 Never. no. <laughs> really? No. I've asked. Well, it's, no, a lot. Like, it's a lot. I have Danforth coming on soon. Well, he's not me, though. I've had Pat Healy on. <laughs> oh, he's a good friend of mine. I'm surprised you didn't ask me. <laughs> uh, I had Ch- I've asked Chad to do it, but uh-huh. he, he didn't get back to me. Uh-huh. Well, that's that's oh. Chad. But that's not Chad, me. Chad, you sure Ocho I didn't ask you? Pretty Chad positive. Ocho Cinco, yeah. He Pretty 100% positive. All right, I'll have you on. Oh, thank you. Before this episode oh, airs, you I'll don't have to. I mean, I don't. Before this episode. You're not just asking. today. No, well, because I'm always looking for. Although I know you quite, you you know, you were a frequent performer guest on. I was. Josh I was at the Reflex time. Hour, my weekly show at it the Ramada, which, you by know, the way, was originally back like almost two years ago. We were talking about doing the live Battleship Pretension there. at Acid Reflex Hour, and then here, and then, uh, this was how many years in the making? This Battleship Pretension. <laughs> One moment? of my favorite hope experiences <laughs> ever in comedy was at the Acid Reflex show when um, it was the first time I ever saw Kate Micucci live, uh-huh. and she was at your show, uh-huh. and she played some songs, and she played that Mister Rogers song uh-huh. that she has, and it made me cry. It's so beautiful, and then she had a puppet, and then she played the ukulele, yeah, and I was like, this girl is amazing, and then so. Um, when I got after I got done, I was like, I'm not leaving the stage. And we like did stuff together. She had a puppet and I was talking to the puppet and we did a little, we just like kind of ad lib together and it was so fun. And I've become a huge fan of her and Ricky and Garfunkel and Oates now because of that. I I go see other stuff. That Mr. Rogers song. I've heard it going in. You expect it to be like an ironic kind of, Oh, there's going to be a twist and Mr. Rogers is going to be like some kind of pedophile or something. It's not, it's truly affectionate and it's really touching. Yeah. It makes me weep. It's so great. The other thing that it was great at your show was once when you wore a cape, that was the same show. Oh, was it? And okay. I remember because that was the first time Kate performed it. at my show. That and, was my favorite night. And the very time. last show I did, Kate wrote a song about my show and sang it. I have it somewhere. I should try to get it on the internet. Yeah. And and and, but in the song she like recounts a story from that night. She goes, "I remember." I'm not singing like her, but she's like, "I remember," you know, something like what happened was. That Drew Barrymore yep. and, Justin and Justin Long, Long were, were at the show, yep. and it was a really packed night. Yep. And 
everyone was so uncomfortable because they were so famous (laughs) that like these famous people there and like Laura House had a joke about uh, Juno at the time, which was nominated for an Oscar. Um, and it was a really funny joke. I don't remember how it goes. Something about oh, the punchline had something to do with Janine Garofalo giving the same performance and everything. And, <laughs> yeah. and so, but uh, anyway, like when she and I'd heard the joke the night before at a different show. And so when she starts setting up the joke, she goes like Ellen Page gets nominated for an Oscar, and Drew Barrymore goes woo. <laughs> and, uh, right, because they're good buddies. Yeah, whip it at the time. Yeah, they were getting ready to do whip it, and uh, and it took the wind out of the joke. And she was like, totally. "Yes, very nice girl." Uh, and, and and I just I felt so bad for her. That was a great night for me. But, but wait, but the let me let me get this out. The uh, when they finally left, I was in the hallway and I saw them leaving, and I was like, "Oh, they left. They got some getting in an elevator and leave," mm-hmm. and like. I made a crack to like ease the tension of like, you know, the room. I was like, said, and whatever character I was doing I was doing like a a bratty Dracula type character right. or something, and um, a guy in a cape who keeps getting mistaken for Dracula, but right. he's not that, Dracula. The joke was he wore a cape, but he wasn't a vampire. You want to make it very clear. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a vampire. Yeah, I don't want to hear any vampire <laughs> yeah. cracks from you. But he people. is a count. Stop calling. Yeah, he was like, he stop was calling Josh. me. Stop yeah. calling me Count Dracula. Okay, I hate when people come up to me and they're like, hey. You're Dracula, huh? And I'm like, no, I'm Josh. Or something like that. <laughs> Count Josh. Count Josh. It was fun because Long and Barrymore <laughs> left right us after their their friend got up and then the three of them left. I thought that was bullshit. So you would think. Oh, really? And I went on stage and said something about how, okay, we can all relax now that the right. uh, now that the celebrities are gone or something like that. I, I don't remember. Firestarter exactly. and Matt Guy are, are out. <laughs> it, it, what's that? Now that Firestarter guy. and the Matt Guy are yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I made a joke, and people were like, ha-ha, that was funny, funny. Turns out they were right behind me, Sweet. behind the stage, and heard it, and uh, um, really pissed. Yeah, Re- they were but, pissed? But, 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 well, I actually, because through, I think he was friends with Pat, actually, I met Justin Long one time, and he was like, hey, you made fun of me one time. And I was like, huh, what are you talking about? I don't remember. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, what do you mean? And, uh... You know, you said and, you and went then, on a on a podcast and you said one of my movies was was shit and now you'll never work again. <laughs> you'll never work again. You were talking, yeah, you were talking about Entertainment Weekly, um, and I, and then I was like, I was like, uh, oh, oh, like he remembered me, and then and then I I was just immediately was like, oh, god, this is uncomfortable. And then the the truth was was that he was making the he and his girlfriend were making the room uncomfortable, and he was like. Oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I understand. Or something like that. It seems like he would... Well, He didn't I seem mean, to care. He I didn't really if care. If you're Justin Long, you have no right to get pissed off about anything ever because you're lucky to have a career and you banged Drew Barrymore. So shut up. I don't care if someone shits on your face. You banged Drew Barrymore. If you're lucky, it's Drew shitting on your face. Yeah, she probably does. Here's why I love this show. I've had nothing but great experiences at your show. The first time I was there doing it, it was packed. And um, I met Jason Ritter there, John uh-huh. Ritter's son, who eventually I, I, I was like, every time I see a celebrity, all on the show, celebrities I always came think, to my this show is awesome because they can see me perform and see how hilarious I am. And then I can meet them afterwards in context of and they'll say, oh, you were very funny, especially actors and stuff. They always love to slobber over comedian stand up comics because they had something they can't do, even though there's <laughs> like John Hamm. I'm sure you guys have noticed <laughs> that about John Hamm. Yeah, he so wants to be a comedian, you know, but he just, as funny as he is, he's not a comic. That's why he wants to blow 
blow Jimmy Pardo and all those guys because he, he loves he loves com- comedians. So <laughs> you so, guys you guys heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so I do see all I actually around UCB and just comedy shows in general. Yeah. I see all the cast of Mad Men. Of like course. I've never seen a show, but people are always like that person on Mad Men. And, yeah, yeah. And and the Midnight <laughs> Show, uh, Rich Summer, who's also like really funny, really good actor, is hosting the Midnight Show. Uh, on the seventh, he's on Mad Men, which the Midnight Show is a show that I perform in uh, at UCB every month, the first Saturday of every month. First Saturday of every month. It's the same night as Battleship Retention, and I will be going uh, right from the Battleship Retention show to the UCB. Yeah. So if you want, if you love comedy, go see Battleship Retention at what time? Eight, 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 and then eight to ten. Mosey on over to the but UCB guys, at midnight. I can't make it. Let's hear I'm your story. Let's hear the rest of your it. story after I know that. So I've talked I was about so I was <laughs> going up there, and I, and I'm at the bar, and Jason Ritter walks up, and at the time he was on. Joan of Arcadia. He no, walked... he wasn't on that. He was on something else. <laughs> no, at the time he was on Joan of Arcadia. <laughs> I never knew that that guy was on that thing. <laughs> so he walks up to the bar and he says, can I get another blah, blah, blah? And the bartender goes, Ritter, right? And I look over and I go, holy yeah, shit. That would have been Gus, Gus, the bartender, who was very uh, supportive of me doing the show for so long. He probably would have been like, oh, yeah, Ritter, Ritter right? <laughs> that's what he sounded like. Yeah. So I was like, holy shit, that's Jason Ritter. Sweet. I'm going to wait till I go up, and then I'm going to meet him. And at the I time, remember you. Sorry, go ahead. And at the time, I was doing my show at the UCB, the Paul Goebel, the King of TV show at the UCB, and I was always trying to get guests from TV, which is very difficult to do when uh, you have no money and no camera. Uh, you're like, yeah, I do a live show. It's a live talk show, and people are not into it. But I was like, sweet. I'm going to do my set. I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to ask him to do my show. And it worked out. I, I did. I gave him my card. He sent me an email, and I sent him all the stuff, and he ended up being on my show. My, I think it was my last show there. I had Mr. Belding and Jason Ritter were my guests. Cool. And, uh, and it was a blast. And Jimmy Pardo, oddly enough. And it was a blast. Did you talk about John Ritter a lot? I remember when you were on stage, yeah. you, you, yeah. Uh, you, you brought up John Ritter. You brought up Three's Company, and he sort of like smiled and nodded. And- I think I might have sang the Three's Company theme as I went off stage. That was my really? closing theme. But yeah, and at the show, we talked about his dad. And I remember at my show, at the King of TV show, we were talking. I said, let's talk about your dad for a little bit. And we talked, blah, blah, blah. And, 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 and he's and, – oh, and Jim in the booth, my announcer and my sidekick, he goes, uh, for those of you who don't know, J- Jason's dad was John Ritter. And, like, people in the audience actually went, oh. And I went, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I said, really? You come to see the King of TV show with Jason Ritter, and you don't know that it, that's his dad? Get the fuck out. I was so <laughs> Why, why aren't you doing that show with the UCB anymore? <laughs> what was Jason's reaction? I, I love John he Ritter. I love guy, he's, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He is really nice. I and I've kept in good touch experience with him. With him. I, eventually, he... Uh, he 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 has this movie out called Good Dick. Yeah, it's shot at Cinephile. Shot at Cinephile. I was there when they shot it. Yeah, Cinephile and- is for people. Is <laughs> a video a store. store. I, jo- I work at. Jo- yeah. I says like Josh works at. In the I'll movie, finish for you. him and a bunch of dudes work <laughs> at Cinephile, and they're they're movie geeks. And he had a big screening. They're next all playing door me. At, <laughs> he had a big screening next door at the, the new, new art. art. The new art, which is right next door to Cinephile, where, where I work. Movie geek. Where they all play Mark me. Mark works. That's right. And so Mark Hoik. One night, I I you gotta have Mark date. on the show, by the way. Oh, we oh I gave him a card and he actually expressed interest and I. Uh, oh, I would, would love, love to, he would love to do the show. Yeah, I haven't. I followed guarantee up yet. he'd do it. So um, but I said, hey Mark, can you get me and this girl into the screening tonight? Because they were having a big screening of of Good Dick, and I went and I watched it and it was fun. And I talked to Jason and it was very nice. And then I went next door and showed my date how cool Cinephile was. And I was saw that in there? there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, had, I couldn't watch it because I was working that I night. I told it totally freaked Good. me out because I was like. The fuck, Josh is here. That's weird. Did you not know I worked there? No, I had no idea. For those I listening, I work 
That's a good at a video uh, that's a good But <laughs> it was very nice. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Video's the funny thing was, then the, the night that the celebrities were there and the night I met Kate, I remember I got there really early. Stars, stars and sights, shining bright. Celebrities, celebrities, right? <laughs> tell me about you, who you met and how cool no, they hold were. Hold on, Josh, Sorry. do you ever get recognized at Cine- while you're working at Cinephile? The, what? Do you ever get recognized from 30 right Rock? Right after 30 or? Rock, I was there and someone was like, that's he on TV. <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, yes, you did. <laughs> and can I recommend a shade tipper for you? <laughs> I, I I did not mean to interrupt you, Paul. I yes, did not mean did. to stop your momentum with my hilarious, so spontaneous night, humor. I'm the so, so Barrymore and Long the were there. I had got there early, like I like to do, and was shooting the shit with Laura House and whatever. And I uh, Laura House, remember, it comes full circle. She's the one who told the Drew Barrymore. I mean, joke. Are you the, trying to get on his show or not? <laughs> <laughs> do you realize how much it takes to steamroll Paul Goebel? He's throwing out so many bones, I can't let him slip. You know. So I had taken my jacket. It off, and I was walking around getting and a little warm in here. Too hot, too hot for TV. Let me see the body. Ooh, ooh. You know, you're now, come on, Josh. On the edge of my seat here, he's taking his jacket off. Okay, <laughs> this is suspense. And I went back to get my jacket, or actually, I went back to sit down and watch the show. And uh, Barrymore and Long were in my seat. They were at my table, and Justin Long was sitting on my jacket. Dun, dun, dun. And I went, oh, well, I lost these seats, but I'll get my jacket. And I'm like, oh, give me my jacket. Can I get my jacket? And they're like, oh, are we in your seat? Oh, I'm so, oh, here, let us get up. Get up. Oh, I'm, we're so sorry. And I went, no, 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 no. You're movie stars. It's fine. You can have the chairs. Just I just want my jacket. And they're like, are you sure? Are you sure? And I was like, yes. And I thought, don't be so insulting. I understand you're trying to show you're normal people and you don't expect to be treated, whatever. But They're just, just like us, Paul. Yeah, they're just like us, as they say in Us Magazine. But I was like, come on. Don't fucking pretend. There's no way I'm going to kick you out of my seat. Just give me my jacket. And, Why? You know, and the very Why wouldn't least- you kick them out? Because who they were or because well, they're just someone? Well, first of all, uh, I, if I had like a date or someone, I would have said, yeah, those are our seats. But it was just me. And I'm not going to kick Justin Long out. And because, of course, then Drew Barrymore is going to get up. And now I'm kicking her out of her seat. And I don't need her seat. And that's a Hollywood dynasty against you. That's at that true. Point. The entire uh-huh. Barrymore dynasty would hate me. And, and plus the Grey Garden dynasty. Um, <laughs> so so but then I was like, sweet, they're going to see me perform. And then they didn't because they left. And then you pissed them off. So they definitely left. So oh, now for I know some who, reason, who I blame. thought I got mixed up and thought you were talking about the new art instead of the Ramada. <laughs> I was like, they were at the, they were at. Yeah, the no, you were done too? with the. With what the a story coincidence about, that you saw that because no, they were at the Ramada. I moved on from the Jason Ritter story, and now I'm moving on. I thought you were combining time. the two. I was like, they were going to see Good Dick. Just because no. you're singing about it doesn't mean. But you know who <laughs> was at that screening to see Good Dick was Amber Tamblin and David Cross, because of course Amber Tamblin was on Joan of Arc. She was Joan of Arcadia. Uh, didn't David and, Cross look like he gained a bunch of weight? No, he looked good. Oh. Although he looked like a pedophile. Why? Because uh, he's like 20 years older than Amber Tamblyn. And oh, that's all right. high school kids on TV. Age but. ain't nothing but an Ellen Page. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, number. I don't know what that means. And age ain't Dumbo but a number. Do you find, So that, that makes it creepy because she plays high schoolers, even though and, she's an adult. Yes, but also he but is much older than But she played him for a fool. Do you oh. think it's weird that Michael C. Hall and, and what's-her-name are... Uh, to get yeah, what is her uh, name? I mean, Jennifer Carpenter. Yeah, mm. it's all. I mean, because they play brother and sister. She related only, I mean, it's just weird that you think that way, but of course they're not. Really Let's get off the sister, TV. So I can't. Oh, my matter. ADD is driving me crazy. You, you're like Jennifer Carpenter. By the way, like John Carpenter. Of, let's talk about movies. Speaking what of, would we talk about that your ADD wouldn't? Like, <laughs> ADD movies, movies, movies. Talk about. Hey, let's talk. Let's talk about Avatar. Whew. <laughs> 
Anyway, oh, speaking right. of Michael C. Hall, Actually, there's something I did want to talk about. Hold on, about. I wanted to say, uh, uh, yes. I wanted to make mention of the fact that uh, I got in trouble with uh, on Twitter for making fun of Michael Z. Hall's stupid outfit because he has cancer. You ass. So you made fun? Did you I know he fu- had cancer? No, he he looks stupid whether he has cancer or not. Well, he's wearing that hat because he's bald. You know that, right? <laughs> but it, You're talking he, about the Golden Globes, the yeah. fashion dudes are yeah. wearing. Would you rather he showed up? But he's also wearing this. Yes, but he's wearing this. Tiny little skinny tie, and it, he looked like a like he's trying to be a rude boy. That's a boy. cancer tie. That's a <laughs> that is a cancer awareness also, ribbon. It's yes. medicinal. There's radiation know. in the tie. <laughs> we wear this. We wear this. I just want to know how the awareness. Edge, who doesn't have cancer, can wear a skull cap that fits correctly and doesn't look stupid, <laughs> and Michael C. Hall can't. But Michael, but the Edge still has hair. If that's yeah, that's when a, you're when when you sh- are going bald and you shave your head or whatever, that's different. When you lose your hair to chemo, it looks scary and weird. And because yeah, it's not, there's no buds, hat. there's nothing, there's no whiskers, <laughs> there's nothing there. It looks fucking weird. Anyway, I just wanted to apologize for making fun of. Oh, well, yes. Uh, have you guys yeah. seen The Peanut Butter Solution? No. Yeah. It's I a see. movie. Well, it's your TV, horrible. that's horrible. Is that like The Final Solution? No. Kind of. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> no, it's not. But in an penis? abstract way. Yeah, it's uh, based off Mine Jif. Mine Jim. Mine Jim. Uh, no, the Mine peanut butter solution. Head. Oh, we're gonna talk about movies. I'm so excited. The peanut butter solution is a Canadian children's film from like 1985 or so. Yeah, yeah. I watched it, it when I was a kid. Really disturbing. Is uh, ill advised. It's very. They played it it's all the time crazy. in my elementary school. But they showed Roll it. Roll that rickety old television with the clunky V8 <laughs> so that pops up the VC- oh, VCR. Yeah. They'd pop in peanut butter solution. I wonder if it was like the school's copy or something. I no, saw no, they it, would rent uh, it from Buttons or Sound Warehouse for those Tulsa, Oklahoma listeners, <laughs> or Movie Time Video or Critics <laughs> Choice. Never Blockbuster because Critics it Choice is a name of the name of video uh-huh. store. Was it? I never went there, but what? Were there, was it like a curated video store? <laughs> no, Critics <laughs> Choice is like um, it's like they had a book of you know like Video Hound or Letterman's uh-huh. Video Guide, but there's like Critics Choice Video Guide, and I guess they also had a video store in Tulsa. Huh. I oh. think they named it that ironically. I saw the peanut butter solution at the at the silent movie theater, oh. uh, right after Cinema Family took it over. Oh well, they got dibs on calling it cool. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> calling it cool. All right. What is this movie? I've I've never heard of it. It's a kids movie from the eighties. It's Canadian, as t- uh, okay. David said. Let me lay out the plot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tell this him. this kid. All right. There's this. <laughs> He's going bald. There. No, he's no. got cancer. He's no, something. He does not it's been a cancer. long time. Here's what happens. It's good. Okay. I love it. My favorite. There's I love this, every there's this like burnt out old house in show. this neighborhood, right? <laughs> and this kid tells his friend he's going to go inside. Everyone thinks the house is haunted or whatever, you know? Oh, that's right. So he tells him he's going to go inside. turns out the house is haunted. The kid gets so, so scared that he, all his hair falls out, okay? The next night, some of the ghosts that scared him come to him in the middle of the night, and they, te- they, they give him this recipe for uh to make your hair grow back you know and it, it's peanut butter and a bunch of other stuff okay. you know uh so he Seeds. puts the peanut butter on his head but he uses too much peanut butter so his hair won't stop growing and then the movie gets weird it seems like it could be kind of a funny kids movie at that point if the ghosts aren't too scary yeah the, like i can see this movie i can imagine it as like a casper type of tim burton-ish yeah. thing yeah but what point. happens here now is that it turns out for some reason the the hair that this kid is growing makes magical paintbrushes. If you paint something with a paintbrush made from his hair, it's a painting you can walk into. Okay, so then the art <laughs> God, teacher I don't at the remember school, that part. the art teacher at the school, I don't rewatch this uh, movie. Kidnaps the kid, 
and then he kidnaps like all the other kids and it turns into this factory where the kid is like strapped down and his hair won't stop growing and all these other like eight-year-old kids have to cut his hair and make yeah. paintbrush- make paintbrushes out of it i remember there's a scene <laughs> where um he's he's in there and the teacher's like yelling at him he the teacher gets mad at him because his hair is so big and long it's filling it's like filling up the whole room and there's a kid cutting cutting his hair for him to be nice uh-huh. and the teacher's like at least this is how i remember it and the teacher's like whatever the kid's name is you know jerry stop it and uh and then and then he's like i can't help it in whatever canadian accent. <laughs> canadian accent yeah, yeah. Hey, he says i can't help it eh? i can't help it i'm so sorry is there, is there supposed to be a message to this like for kids or is it just supposed to be weird don't overdo it, I think, is the message. Because <laughs> he overdid it. And doesn't his friend, uh, in a in a desperate attempt to get pubic hair, doesn't he, like, take the peanut butter solution and puts too much of it in his pubic area, and then, like, you see, like, hair coming down, like... Out of out his the, jeans, yeah. Out the bottom of his jeans. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I could have used some now peanut butter solution Because my girlfriend, Brooke, year. is Canadian. I gotta ask her about this. She probably will know all about it. It's it's a pretty crazy movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a Cronenberg movie. <laughs> it's, it's like a Cronenberg movie. <laughs> He's yeah. Canadian. Yeah, that was the joke for those people out there listening who knew wow. Cronenberg was Canadian. You, you know a lot of hey, our this movies. Dude, you're talking about the better you should work in the they know. Why do you think I'm the most frequent guest on <laughs> Battleship Pretension? Because uh, you, you know, clearly got, have a lot to say. You know, I got to tell you, I'm not even sure at the the answer myself at this point because <laughs> I'm exhausted. I need a nap. Let me ask really? you guys I'm if you've heard about going. this. Come on, guys. Let's go. I was going to talk about this on my show, and it has nothing to do with my show or your show or anybody's show. But I, I saw it online. And I'm, you guys have probably heard about it, too. Avatar. But there's this website. Um, <laughs> it's a Christian-themed um, website where they review, inter- they talk about entertainment. And I don't want to give the name because I don't want to give them free promotion. Is it more than one lesson.com? Oh, come on. Are they no. are they uh, competing with me? It has the word Christ in it, so oh, all right. that shows how how lame they are. Okay, that they have put <laughs> the word Christ in their URL. Um, they can't just they can't just say it's we're good people dot com. They have to you know literally put Christ on the cross. So, but here's the thing. Okay, how has things? To here's say the thing. This guy wrote an article about Aziz Ansari. Because uh, he had seen uh, Aziz's uh, stand up special just came out. Okay, so they're really review- wait. Are you talking about Christwire? Hey, I just said I didn't want to say it. Does anyone yeah, think, but I think that it's a uh, joke. Aziz vocally? I don't think it is. Aziz Ansari vocally sounds like Easy E, the rapper. <laughs> I think and he does I that on purpose. And I always think that sometimes. I no, think, I don't think he does on purpose. I just he's kind of his voice like is kind of up yeah. there. His voice kind of up there. You know, hey, how's it going? And Easy E, his voice is up here. And I always thought like if Aziz did rapping, he could be called Azizi E. <laughs> <laughs> well, then now th- let's, I'm, pre- let's I'm talk pretty about sure that's okay. Well, let me say what it is. Let's go back to this Christian stuff. Don't know. No, I'm saying that this site is a, it's a put on. You think so? That's what I've heard. I, I did you see? Have you seen it? It's I've a seen phony? that article. I, uh, it's did a you phony? read it, the, it and all? I didn't the read anything else the, on the site. No, I'm sure the people who comment think it's real, but I think but, but the guy who case, writes it, from what I'm just again, I'm just a messenger here. I've been told that it's a put on. Really? Yeah. Well, but I don't know. If now I'm uh, I'm I'm new to this completely, and you'd think I would uh, would have heard about it. So what like what is the nature of the site well, that, that's I, got you all hot and bothered? Well, here? I mean the site is basically like you know they review and talk about entertainment things from a supposedly Christian viewpoint. Okay, but I only read this one article, and if this is the way they do things, then it's shitty. Because first of all, he his his main thing is uh, Aziz Ansari does his stand up stuff. He does a lot of jokes about terrorists and Muslims, and in my opinion. That's a terrorist act because it opens the door to Muslims and it and it makes us laugh about terrorism, which will put us at ease and will 
you know, make us more. That's what the Christian site was saying. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Make does us Aziz some... Ansari do a lot of jokes about? Mo- I don't Muslims think he does. That I, most of maybe his in his special about... he does, but I watched it. But here's the here's the worst part. That guy writes whatever. He's it's a it's a review and whatever. But then the two mistakes he makes, and if it's a put on, then obviously he does this on purpose. He has pictures to accompany the site. And it's a picture of Cal Penn. <laughs> that's okay. That's got to be. And he has two of them. And 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 he, of course, people <laughs> comment later on in the article, uh, like in the comment section. Hey, dumbass, that's Cal Penn, <laughs> or isn't that Kumar? People say. But then uh, he do, he makes the big mistake that no journalist, whether you're an online or regular journalist, people leave all these comments, and he responds to every one of them. Mm. And a lot of people are saying, hey, you're a racist. Hey, you know, you're not a real Christian, whatever. And he responds to all of them, but he responds to them in a serious way. And and that w- that's what makes me think it's not a put on. Because if it were me, and I've done this many times, I once wrote a review of some TV show. I think it was Jericho. Uh, and you might remember at the end of the series of Jericho, they, uh, you know, the, the United Federation of Texas becomes Skeet the savior or- of the world. I don't know if you guys remember that. <laughs> I didn't watch no, that. I don't. They become the savior of America. And what's this have to do with movies? I made some joke <laughs> about Texas and how Texas sucks. And in and and then one of the comments was um, something like I prejudiced much. And I wrote back against the South very much and i was you know i was doing that to get a reaction and this guy was very vitriolic about it but i but it seems to me that this dude who wrote this aziz article uh he wasn't trying to wind anybody up he was like defending himself saying things like well um this is my opinion and i think it is i think he you know he is a muslim and he's someone to be watched and blah 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 Ugh. and then and someone and then all the people who point out the wrong picture he goes what is putting up the wrong picture how does that defeat my argument at all <laughs> and of course my answer is well because you clearly don't know what the fuck you're talking about if yeah. you put up okay, the wrong picture. It's up until oh, up until the picture i'd say it could be real because david you know, you you read this script years ago uh, I wrote a, a short script about Hitler and Stalin on vacation together. All right, and uh, sounds hilarious. It was very. I was very pleased with it. It made me laugh. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was funny. David enjoyed it as well. And I would like to read it. I, I read. don't have it anymore. I don't know where it went. I think it's gone. Josh forever. can get in front of some people. That's true. That's true. Well, it's a sh- it, it, it was, it was a some, some people who rent at Cinephile. Yeah, you <laughs> can get in front of Tina Fey. I bet my connections. But the uh, that's right. Me and Tini, we give a, we give each other the call. So I I I'd, I'd given it to a uh, a friend of mine when I lived in in Missouri to read, and uh, he found no humor in it. Wow. Uh, because he said that he goes, you know, I don't think that we uh, humor is like laughing, regardless of what you're laughing at. If in fact you're laughing at something and not with something, laughing in any in any sort humor is always positive. Somebody has a po- is a positive reaction, even if it's a scoffing kind of thing. Um, and he said that, uh, you know, and I, you don't want to, I don't want to, I don't think it's right to associate any kind of positive feeling towards Hitler. Now, I disagreed, but that said, it's that, it's a similar argument. If that guy, let's say that guy was serious. Mm-hmm. Um, miss- it's a similar argument to what he's saying about Aziz Ansari, up until the picture thing, because it's, I, I don't see... If you type Aziz, I'm sorry, no pictures of no. Cal Penn are going to pop up. Like it takes a, hor- a horrible mix-up for that to happen. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be on purpose. And I would venture to say that him him responding responding to the the comments in a straightforward way. I think that's just him staying in character. Hmm. Now, okay, Tyler was was the was the story at the jokes uh, about was it at Hitler's expense. 
Oh yeah. Were you yeah, mocking so then, Hitler? I was what? mocking Hitler and so Stalin. So for being would, short and having one ball. That's, that's and a being really bald. stupid argument that your friend was making. Oh, I agree. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and even and as well as it is a stupid argument that the person uh, that this Cal Penn fellow was saying. Yeah. You know, and I think he knows it's stupid, but if he plays it straight, that's the that's often the best possible way, like to be to satirize it. Is to really kind of get into the mindset of somebody who would who would think that. Well, I mean, I think personally, making like posing as a religious person and mocking somebody, it's kind of been done. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I'll say that's been done by the best. And so to to make that your thing, you know, it's like, yeah, I love the church lady too. Get a new character. Yeah. So I think the only way to really do that these days to make it great is like basically. If those, uh, you know, that fucking the God hates fags people. Yeah, yeah. If those guys were actually joking, if that whole thing was a joke, yeah. that would be the way to do it. That's the only way you can do that these days. But on the that's the thing is now that I now that I do have this other this other website and it is, you know, Christian. Theme, what is that? More than one lesson. What's, what's that about? It is. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Paul. You just eat your candy bar while I'll, I'll I'll take it from here. Okay. Um, yeah, Paul brought two candy bars. And yeah. He gave one to Tyler, and I I had to admit, part of me was thinking the other one was for me. Oh, really? <laughs> now, when you gave it to but me, now- was it just so you could make the joke about me being a girl? Yes. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> David will split it later. Okay. Josh, well, you've got your subway full. You got your subway sandwich thing. I haven't even started eating this I sandwich. Would, I would gladly share you guys this with you guys, but it's a crunchy from London. And they, they only sell them in specialty shops here, so I'm now, sorry. And I want to thank you, Paul, for not only bringing your hilarious comedy, but bringing the other hallmark of the Paul Goble yeah. show, the disgusting eating into the microphone. Yeah, the, <laughs> I'm trying very hard not to do that. The most insufferable part of your show, <laughs> the part that I have to assume keeps listen, makes listeners flee. Um, is it rude if I say I just got so bored? That's the, only, <laughs> that's the only bad review I've ever gotten on my show is because eating. Like if you go on iTunes, 39 reviews. 38 positive, except one negative review saying I had to stop listening because he keeps talking with his mouth full. But I don't do that anymore on my show. I personally don't do it. So um, this thing that we're talking about could lead us to talking about Bruno, which is a movie, and that would be nice. Okay. Let's talk about a movie. Well, okay. Well, well, wait, we can... wait. I, want, I have a question. Is okay. there something you guys, the 150th episode. Thanks, Josh. It's the 150th. Josh, I can't be there. I told no, them this. this. Is, this no, is we're no, talking we're about the episode that we're we're here. You're here now, not the live it. show. I can't make it. <laughs> you're here now. <laughs> I held the Delete me out. I can't make it. <laughs> okay. That's why I came here today to tell you guys I cannot make it. Well, here we are at the 150th episode of Battleship Pretension. Yeah. Is there something special you had planned? Something you were like, "Here's what we're gonna." This is what we have. We got our, our, our two two of our this our two favorite chem- guests. So this wild chemistry we got. Brewing in the room is what you had planned. Yeah, pretty much. I like it. Uh, The first time I ever did this show, I wasn't here. The most special time ever because Tyler's beautiful wife made cookies. No, no, hang on. Now, the first time you did the show, we were in the studio in Sherman Oaks. The first time you and Jim came here, the first time we were on your show, we used our equipment and we and we recorded here. I was watching Casino last night, but the first time, no. And uh, let me talk about Casino for a second. Yeah, it's a movie that would be great. Let's talk about Casino. You you hold on to that thought. The first time I was here was that Casino. In this, there's a scene in Casino where this kid is saying (laughs) to Robert De Niro um, about Sharon Stone. He's like, and may I say, Mr. Rothman, your wife is just gorgeous. And and then Robert De Niro goes, 
thank you, thank you for that compliment. And then, <laughs> and then he, and then there's a voice of it's like, little shit had the audacity to say that. I fired him the next day or something like that. <laughs> yeah, because he was like, beautiful wife. Yeah, I know. Well, you? The and then Tyler, Tyler in, my, in Tyler's mind, he's like, "You'll never be on this fucking show again." <laughs> oh, if Too I that no, that would have that'd be out. He'd be out the first but day. But never since, never <laughs> since that's happened, uh, and and I've been over here many times since. Never once has there been a snack. <laughs> I, I brought. That's why I knew I had to bring my own snacks because clearly the affection that I have for your wife has made you so uncomfortable <laughs> that you have forbade her to make me snacks. And I think that makes you a very small person, Tyler Smith. I think the first time I was here, they you guys provided cookies. Exactly. Uh, Chocolate chip cookies is what I was given the first time I came here. And, and pop- it has never been repeated. And popcorn. And, I, 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 and some uh, Doritos. And popcorn. And you even said, my wife is very hospitable. So, she, so I cannot stop her from making snacks because I said oh no you don't have to make anything and you went oh no 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 oh my wife will definitely want to make you something hmm and for some mm, oh, reason that was the gross changed. part ew the smack I don't like the smack I don't do smacks for no, some no, no, reason no 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 no, no 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 that's the one thing I'm, uh, no thank you smacks as if something has gone wrong inside of Jenny Smith when I was that a she kid. no longer Ooh. provides snacks this is me. like jazz you talk and you're like the harmony and then I'm like the the, the bass and uh, you're saying one thing and I'm doing a different thing much like jazz I'm completely ignoring <laughs> yeah. except you know, we're on audio it. we're well, the jazz buddy we're jazz we're here we're in this together but yeah. we're, all, we're all on one audio track so it's just a mess it's just uh, yeah. So it's jazz, man. It's but a jazz well, I'm like a jazz man. drummer because I'm ignoring what everyone Let's else. All is doing. as an experiment. Hey, just start ta- monologuing. You keep talking about what you want to talk about. I'm gonna go on about casino or whatever. Tyler, you talking about how you love your wife, David? Let's do it. Um, and uh, let's go now. Uh, let's just try it now. It's just okay. the cocktail. One, two, three, go. A, and and um, Listen, if I could just uh, remember what I was going to I say, am, uh, Tyler, you're not even talking. You're not even talking. You won't participate. Come on, I'm, this is what this I'm special eating. is all about. I'm he, eating into smacking. the mic. What I was trying to say is that I hated when I was a smack. kid that my brother would sit at the table and go, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Stop smacking, mom!" And 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 it's like I wasn't even there. Like someone stop the smacking. What? This is how I eat. <laughs> Why did he I'm do not that? Do anything. Did he have sinus problems? He couldn't breathe out his nose. Probably. I mean, kids grow up and they go through puberty and get sinus problems. That's probably what's going on. Really? God, what are you bugging me about it for? <laughs> All right. I anybody seen any movies lately? Well, you want to talk about Avatar? I watched. Yeah, let's talk about Avatar. Mermaid. It's a movie. Mississippi Mermaid. Uh huh. Is a Truffaut movie. That was the last oh, movie I okay. saw. I started watching Casino. I didn't finish it last night, but I did get to the part where he was like, "Fucking kid, I fired him the next day." <laughs> <laughs> I think Casino blows. Casino doesn't hold up. I I was enjoying it. I liked it. I think, I mean, I watched it. The first time I watched it, I really tried to enjoy it. And when it gets to the part when Sharon Stone is making out with uh, fucking James Woods. No. Joe Pesci. And he Uh. shoves her head down in his lap. I was like, all right, enough. I got it. <laughs> and honestly, I felt at that point I was like, why don't I just watch Goodfellas again? Yeah. It's so much better than this. Why am I wasting my time? It's a different movie. If you could have the mind, open mind to look at it as a different movie, you might enjoy it. No, I think I never liked Casino all that much. I it's think just, it's, it's, it's dirty. It's, it's, it's Here's nasty, a question for you, uh, movie slash intellectuals. I know you're all familiar with Matt Salinger and his work. JD? Right? No, Matt. His son, Matt, is Meredith, an actor. Journey of Nettigan? He played <laughs> Captain Davis. America in the yes, shitty Captain sure America did. movie. Yes, absolutely. Which, have you seen it? 
Uh, not since I was a kid. Yeah, it's terrible, right? It's awful, unwatchable. It's so with bad. like with by with by far the most disgusting interpretation of the Red Skull Ugh, I've ever horrible. seen. And that part made me like. I was like, "Ooh, this is cool with the Red Skull." But I mean, the movie makes no fucking sense, and it's po- so poorly written. It's pretty horrible. It was bad. It, I, and I can see why they didn't do anything with it since then. But he also was on picket fences for a while, and uh, he's done a lot of stuff in his career. He's tried to be a real actor, yeah. and he and he could. He obviously was enough a leading man to play Captain America. He's very tall, good looking. But I liked somebody the Flash television show, I did too. That I was a good it. show. John Ship, John Wesley Ship. Yeah, yeah, John Wesley Ship. But um, and he was on All My Children. People are joking a lot, and he played. He was on Dawson's Creek too. He's uh, oh right, right. No Pacey's interest. Dad or something. Let's not talk about that. But boy. people are joking now that J.D. Salinger has died immediately. You know, no, every... he has died. Yes, That's not, they're not joking when they say that. No. You dumbass. <laughs> you know, when you interrupt the sentence, you can make it say whatever you want. I wasn't, there was no period, dumbass. And also, when there are so many sentences, said, you can twist them People around. are joking now, comma, that people are joking, comma, now that J.D. Salinger has died, comma, <laughs> okay. that they, uh, Hollywood is immediately trying to find a way to make. Uh, you know, uh, a movie, ca- the Catcher in the Rye movie, because he was the only one stopping it. You know, now yeah. that that has reverted to whoever, they're immediately going to, you know, get on the phone because you why bother asking J.D. Salinger? I heard even Terrence Malick w- wanted to make it for a long time. I'm sure a million people want to make it. Cause That'd be make, interesting. I don't care how bad it would be. It's like going to make a zillion dollars. Everyone's going to go see it. But my point is <laughs> Matt like Salinger buddies. is an actor. And maybe, you know, if, if it would make Let's sense that talk about Terrence he would Malick own the rights. Let's talk about Terrence TV actor. Wouldn't Matt Salinger own the rights to that, being the son of J.D. Salinger? I, I, I haven't read the will. He's not the son. Is he really the son? Or are you making yes, a I'm not joking. Oh, I didn't even. He's really his what son. What if oh, Terrence Malick made a Captain Rowe, America Rowe, movie? Is Meredith Salinger, who, with, who spells it with an E, from Journey of Natty Gan related to yes. the Salingers? Oh, sure. okay. Thank you for answering my question. Because that's one Bridges person Meredith? you don't want to be associated with. If I was related to J.D. Salinger, I would totally change the way I spell my name. Because I would hate to be associated with that fuck J.D. Salinger. <laughs> what a jerk. I would hate it if people said, ew, J.D. Salinger's your uncle? Gross. That's, I, I couldn't live with that. Okay, didn't Sean Connery play J.D. Salinger in Finding Forrester? Basically. <laughs> oh, he played the uh, basically J.D. Yeah, Salinger? That's... What was the character's real name? Forrester. You're I the man now, dog. Something for <laughs> you. That's your favorite website, isn't it? It's a good website. Me it's and Pat Healy will sit on that sometimes and just laugh and laugh. <laughs> Pat has a really funny laugh. Like He'll find this, the stupidest video, and he'll go, I, can't, I don't know if I can imitate this. Or something like that. <laughs> there was a, a guy at Cinefy last night with a funny laugh. Oh, he just kept talking about like, oh, mystery science theater, this and that. <laughs> <laughs> and this laugh would just come out of nowhere. He'd be like, yeah, I was going to buy this movie. I'm looking for some rare, hard-to-find movies. Probably no one's rented them recently. <laughs> <laughs> I, love this, I, kept, I love the I contempt kept, that you have for your customers. I kept trying to – I liked this guy. I, just, I actually kept trying to pimp him out and be like – Oh, you like that movie? Oh, what? you kept trying to make him laugh. Yeah, yeah, I kept trying to be like, "Oh, that is a silly movie, isn't it?" Yeah. <laughs> hey, does that super hot girl still work there? Who was working there the night I came in? Remember, and I, I we I have sent a you an email. gallery of babes. But I sent you an email and asked like if what her deal was. She doesn't like, work there anymore. She's like she's twenty one and she's very quiet. And you I can find to, her somewhere. I tried to friend her on MySpace, but she never got back. She was to like, me. "No, thank you." Well, she didn't even say that. She, yeah. You guys know we're still recording. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, if you can, that's please, why I almost the record, I can out. try to pick up ladies. 
things. Right? I thought, you, I thought you were seeing someone. That, that not go well? What the fuck are you? <laughs> are you a cock blocker? What's Dang wrong so. with you? <laughs> things are going great. That doesn't mean I can't look. Look. I'm, ooh, ah, you go, ooh, I go to a restaurant. Don't I don't order everything on the menu, but I read it. <laughs> <laughs> All right? I, so, feel like you know, is, folks, I feel like it, this is a conversation that could be had like in an 80s movie while playing racquetball. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're high school kids. It's an 80s movie while we're walking down the hallway. No, no, no. The, the look, but don't touch. Like, you know, but, but, uh, but you're dating Julia, right? Hey, man, relax. I can does, look, but don't touch, right? <laughs> Pop. It, oh. does, it does seem like Billy Crystal and Bruno Kirby should be having this discussion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, or man. Tom Hanks it's and Tom John, Hanks John, John Candy. Candy. No, it's yeah, Judd yeah, yeah. Nelson and Rob Lowe walking down a <laughs> fucking walking down a high school hallway, and he goes, "Look, man, slam, slams his locker." I go to a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> the scene is. Is that? Are you saying? Are you admitting that you actually ripped that from the movie? No, it's from this movie I wrote when I was a teenager, and I sent to. <laughs> so you've had that Nelson spiel in your back pocket the whole time. <laughs> I sent that to them and. They sent it back to me and said, thank you, but no, we're already working on a movie very much like this. <laughs> hey, and that movie oh. was class. Had It had it. It had class. <laughs> so for those of you listening out there, uh, if bad, you're a fan of my can show you, and their show, stink? let me know what you think about this live, this live show. Like, uh, you know, if you're in the L.A. area, would you come to see it? Uh, if you're not in the L.A. area, would you like to see it you streamed? You mean the you're idea gonna get of the a lot Paul of, Goebel show? The Paul Goebel show live. Paul, you're going to get live. a lot of internet comments like, it sucked without you, Paul. You're the best. Because I'm going to do it. Because I, I was oh, just at great. Meltdown last night for the Comics on Comics show, which I yeah. love to go to. It's very, very nerdy, and the grilled cheese truck is there. I take my kids, actually. Hey, have you guys read that yeah, book, Godard on Godard? Nope. Wait, what? what? No, no, but I read your book, <laughs> Retard on Retard. <laughs> John right? Lee, Who's Lee with Tuck? me, ladies? <laughs> High five. I was trying to bring it back to movies. Well, yeah, let's, let's talk about Avatar. <laughs> okay. All right, speaking let's of breeze movies, through this I'm, little Avatar. I'm the only one of the four of us that liked it. Uh, I'm not saying I hated it. it. I'm just saying it's a bad movie. Boring is what I thought. I don't care. You, well, I, you overall, you thought it was boring? Oh, I, I just didn't care. Yeah, Too I long. mean, I fell asleep. 3D was kind of neat. I don't like the colors. Sexy cartoons. Not interested. I don't yeah. like that lead guy. He's boring. That was neat how they made his legs look skinny. Um, uh, I like Sigourney it, Weaver. Always. I hated Sigourney Weaver. I like her always. Sigourney Weaver, I've, I've told that she said that she's essentially playing James Cameron in that movie. Like that's <laughs> That was her inspiration <laughs> for the character. Well, I have two questions, yeah. and I've asked this of everybody, and no one has an answer for me. First of all, at the end of the movie, when they're shipping everyone okay, off the Okay, okay, uh, spoilers, spoilers for Avatar. Spoilers, yeah, here. At the end of the movie, when they're <laughs> shipping everyone off the planet, you know, at gunpoint, uh-huh. they're making a march into the spaceship to, for the five-year journey home to Earth. At one point, there's that geek scientist uh-huh. is there holding a gun, and then in another shot, his avatar is sitting there holding a gun. I How is that notice. possible? I didn't notice. I fucking did, and so did my date. So I, it's, I'm not making it up. Seems like no one noticed how creepy it was when they raped the animals. What? <laughs> when they put their little hair in there and go, ugh. <laughs> 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 That's you. awesome. Here's my biggest He's problem. He's yours now. Movie. I own you now. <laughs> A lot of people think, like, and, and, and I remember listening to... Um, uh, uh, the comedy film nerds podcast before this movie came out, and they were talking about, yeah, space marines. This is going to be great, and I thought it was a military thing too. But nobody in that movie is associated with the military. That is not a military. They're ex-military. Yeah, right? yeah they're ex-military. It's not a military organization or an operation. Right. They're all soldiers of fortune. They're all being paid by Vani uh, Rabisi, and I don't mean just the soldiers. Everybody on that planet, except for the Nabi, are being paid. Nabi. By- I just fucking said that. You said not be. Yeah, I said that not be. 
Navi. I, that's what I said, Navi. He's also been saying Aziz on sorry Aziz. Aziz. Navi is like I've only heard it pronounced Afro-American. It's not. No, Nabi. I'm Eastern Indian. That's how I say it. You're the racist. Well, it's like it's. You're like, the racist, Goebbels. I'm sorry, that was rude. Ah, Goebbels. Hmm. Do people call you that? You're an anti-Germanite. Yeah, right. Josh, is that Fadum? from Superman? Jewish Fadum. Jewish Fadum. Ger- so here's my germaphobe. Question. They call that what? A germaphobe. They call that. Speaking of which, I smell bad, guys. Can you smell me? I'm sorry. And you're going Stop right to work. Stop bringing up how you smell. Right. I just wanted to make. I just wanted to get it out there. If so. So I could say it to you guys so before we're on, you think it like, oh, Josh smells and be like, I know, I didn't do it on purpose. So we're finally on movies, and you're like, yeah, this is fine. Hey, everyone I smell see. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's don't smell me if you get a chance. Oh, okay. Because I, I, right. I'm in the shower up, first. We should pass, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. If, I, if okay, we hug so and we were saying, they're all well, sort of the We know this. Though. Okay, so and everybody's being paid by Vani Ribisi. Now, when Sigourney Weaver took that job, she knew very well that if they couldn't work out a way to peaceably take that unobtainium, they would take it by force. She knew, just like everybody knew, that was what was going to happen. She knew that if she failed at her job, they they were going to go in with their guns and take what they wanted. Because just like uh, the fucking Australian guy with no legs says, this is what we do. When someone has something we want and they don't give it to us, we make them an enemy and we take it. And that's exactly what happened. So for Sigourney Weaver and all her other geek scientists to get on their high horse and go, how dare you? This isn't what I signed up for. It's bullshit because it's exactly what they signed up for. Well, and Matt, Matt Champagne on Facebook had a, a, a nice point that Michelle Rodriguez, especially, she's part of the military. And she said, I didn't sign up for this. And he said, you're. You're in the military. That's this exactly, is exactly you, what you, you signed literally up for. signed up for. <laughs> yeah. This you signed a piece of paper that says, "If I have to kill these blue monkeys, I'll do it." Yeah, and, and uh, so now, say, now you're a racist. <laughs> <laughs> if they were existed, yes, I would be a racist. You're right, but that's and because I don't have a problem with unobtainium or blue monkeys or and like Sigourney Weaver's character is so fucked in the first scene when she goes to see John, uh, Vani Ribisi, and uh, and first of all, he's playing playing golf with that cup and she kicks the thing goes oops oh what a bitch she kicked his ball and went oops you're a genius can't you be a little more clever than that <laughs> and then secondly she's like i don't want this jarhead and and vani Rubisi's like well these avatars cost a bundle of money i think we got lucky that he had an identical twin yeah so so what sigourney weaver's saying she'd be better off shit canning that avatar and not be able to use it well she's not thinking about the money she doesn't care about money she only cares and then that- she's a total cunt to him as soon as she meets him try to let your mind go blank that should be easy for you <laughs> i need to smoke fuck you don't <laughs> be a fucking you see cunt this movie? i saw it once and that's all I, that's more than enough it's like the dude and, and, for, and, and you know what's even worse that dude is in a wheelchair. Why do you got to be a cunt to him? Really? He fucking lost his legs fighting for your oh, uh, freedom. And he, and he just lost his twin brother. Yes. <laughs> and he's doing you well, a favor. Six years ago. Still. Is that what it was? Oh, but he doesn't know that because wasn't he asleep for five? Yeah, to yeah. him it's only a year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what a cunt she is. I fucking hated her in that movie. And you know when she you know what I hated her just... or her character? I hated her for being so bad in it, and I hated her character for being so unbelievable and shitty. Oh, well, that's James Cameron, man. He just writes dumb characters. Like, there's that scene in Aliens no, where... No, but see... There's I, that scene in Aliens where there's, like... She's like, come on, we've got to go, or whatever. Uh-huh. And, like... And, and the, the guy's, like, watch. He's like, I don't know what to do. Or, 
No, it's he's always like, yeah, Gorman, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. The yeah, official. Gorman, the lieutenant, is, yeah. he's kind of a novice, and he's he's really confident up until the moment something happens. Yeah, yeah when he yeah. finally needs to make a decision. It's just so well, just stupid wait, and just easy. Wait. But, I, mean, I love Aliens, But see, though, normally I, wouldn't be, I would just write this movie off as another James, shitty James Cameron movie, but I love Aliens, and I love T2. Yeah. And I, I, I actually like T2 believe. less now than I used to. I used to love it, but I think Terminator 1's pretty awesome. It's just like an awesome horror movie. But right. I watched the Ultimate Edition uh, on DVD. Did I talk about this already, you guys? I don't know if you've talked about it on the show, it's, but you mentioned it to me. Yeah, and it's, it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. It's like it's got all these scenes. Like Terminator 2 was so close to being a terrible movie. It's like clearly someone, Mark Goldblatt or someone, was like, hey, we're going to take these scenes out and look how much better it is. Like there's a scene where – um, Arnold's trying the, to smile. Yeah, right? the ter- I told you about this. Oh. The Terminator. He goes. He's saying to Edward Furlong. He's saying, "Um, why do you cry? What is a smile?" <laughs> and uh, and Edward Furlong's like, "You know, smile like when you're happy." And uh, and he's like, "Like that guy over there." And it like cuts to a guy, a bad actor guy who can't even like act like he's on a telephone. <laughs> uh, he's talking on a payphone, like ha 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 ha. And like it does a Terminator zoom in and analysis, red analysis on his <laughs> mouth, and he. You know, analyzes the smile, and then it cuts back to Arnold, and he like kind of pulls his face aside and like reveals a weird, awkward smile. And it's supposed to be—I don't know if it's supposed to be funny or what—but it's, it's supposed- like a Ben Stiller <laughs> MTV Movie Awards parody or something. It's like, yeah. is this really in the movie? They shot this. Yeah, but th- isn't there a history of that in the history of movies? Like, I heard Godfather was a piece of shit until they edited it and made it into the brilliant thing it was. And same with American Beauty. I heard that was the same thing. Well, Godfather, I, I don't know if I don't know if the stuff was actually shot, but like if you know if uh, Robert Evans is to be believed, which is is that's not a sentence I'm comfortable with saying, but um, you know that the original you get an Academy Award that the original like script and and Coppola's like original version was so sprawling and weird and cerebral. Same with Chinatown uh, that Evans was just like. Look, we're not trying to conquer yeah, the conquer the earth. I fixed I fixed a picture, and uh, as you, know, so you don't think that happened. You don't think that that any of that's true. Um, well, says? I don't know if I, there's a difference between like a script and a concept being kind of weird, and then somebody like reigns them in, and then it turns into like a really wonderful film. But then it's but like, I guess that's maybe the the down. I was talking with a friend of mine earlier today. In fact, the downside of a write, like someone who only ever directs the stuff that they write is, mm-hmm. oh, this 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 robot smiling scene is going to be great. Right. Let's You're in love with every word. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the let's problem. absolutely shoot it. And it's just like mm, I think that's something that not only it was left on the cutting room floor of the theatrical version. I think it probably just could have been deleted out of the script. Not e- <laughs> like not even make the first draft and burned. Not only cut out <laughs> of the cutting room floor, but burned so it doesn't yeah. make it in but the DVD. Not, look, I want to talk about Avatar and I want to talk about James Cameron. Yeah, so happy why, moving on to his other movies. Okay. Uh, so, well, I, I, no, I, I, I want to talk about James Cameron defend, in general. Are you going to defend anything that I that I complained about? No. Because so far nobody has. No, I, 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 I won't because no I agree with you. Oh, fuck. Because, okay, we talk, we're talking about these awful things that he writes. You know, he's bad at character. He's bad at dialogue. Uh, and yet we love these movies anyway, right? Aliens and Terminator 2. Yes. Uh, I don't understand why. why is this – why is his inability to write a character or – uh, or or, or good dialogue or a, a halfway original story suddenly a problem now. I think Avatar, Avatar and T2 is a, are interesting. I think I think it, but no, the more interesting I mean, aliens. Visual, I think aliens has great characters in it. Bill Hicks is awesome in I mean, Aliens. Bill, Bill Paxton and there's a character named Hicks. 
That's that's what I mean. Bill Hicks, the comedian, he was <laughs> no, awesome in Bill, that. Wait, no, no Bill Hicks was in the movie. He was the the company guy. Right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul Reiser. That's I remember oh, when Paul I, Re- I, I always get Bill Hicks and Paul Reiser mixed up as, as went, comics. I was like, Paul Reiser's in this fucking movie. Are you kidding me? He's really good, but he's great, and it's such a great idea. It's brilliant. He casting. had a little act, good acting career in movies for for in the eighties. Yeah. He was in. Beverly I remember Hills when Cop. I met Paul Reiser in college. Uh, somebody asked him, "What was it?" Uh, what was the hardest thing about working on aliens? And I went and I broke in and said, having to walk around with your collar up the whole time. And he went, ha <laughs> <laughs> True story. The um, lamest, I, I don't mind Paul Reiser. I think he's cool. But the lamest thing that he just did recently was like on HuffPost posted a thing about like defending Jay oh, Leno. Oh, I read that. So That's lame. Defending what? Jay Leno. Oy. Like, Jay's why a good bother? friend of mine and my kid is like, Daddy, why do they hate Jay? And I had to say Jay makes us laugh or some some shit. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of unfortunate. I like Paul Reiser, but that Paul Reiser was, used, used to be an idol of mine. I got to rethink that now. Um, okay, well let's. But, get well, back I think to, I, I think I want to finish my point here. Okay, well, okay, I was, I was going no to defense. answer it, but that's fine. J- but I haven't finished it. Oh, go ahead then. But okay, so James Cameron is not an intellectual filmmaker. Mm-hmm. We can all agree on that. But uh, art and intellect don't necessarily necessarily have to be the same thing. Right. Sometimes I think I think a lot of people who are dismissing Avatar or getting angry about it are sort of letting their intellect get in the way of a sort of more primeval uh, version of art. Avatar is about it's it's great visual storytelling and it's about, you know, fighting and, you know, love and dreaming and flying and all these things that I think speak to us uh, in the. Uh, yeah, again, a primeval sort of reptile brain type of way, and that's what James Cameron's good at. I just don't understand why. It's and he's not just good; far. he's great at it. The problem is, it's t- it's too far removed. I had Paul Jay on the the most recent show, and he he saw Avatar three times, and yet he said, "I'm quoting," he said that script was written by a bong hit that came to life <laughs> and took two years of philosophy. <laughs> and I mean, if, if somebody can see the movie three times, that means they obviously love the visuals. And yet he couldn't defend it at all. He said, yes, that script's a piece of shit. Why is it so far removed? I mean, you're saying he's a bad, but I, I say look at Terminator 1 and 2 and look at Aliens. Yeah, they're not the greatest script at all, but they're entertaining. And there's, you know, he directed the actors to say do shit like, oh, you know, game over, man, and all that iconic stuff that we love. In this movie, it's so fucking removed. It's almost like he wrote the script 20 years ago and didn't look at it again until, you know, until the movie was over. He went, oh, yeah, that's what I wrote. I mean, there's... People who go see this movie, they have to disconnect. They they literally have to say, I understand this movie was a piece of shit, but it was amazing to watch. You shouldn't have to But that do makes that. it a good movie. I but didn't yes, think it, it was amazing to watch. I didn't care. And then there's people like Josh who who just tune out. I'll tell you this. I fell asleep in the middle of it, partly because I'm such an old man that when in, a movie is loud and there's a lot of guns and shit, I tune out. Like uh, District 9, I tuned out and I fell asleep. Oh, all I, the transform- it, it becomes white noise and, I, and, and it puts me out. I saw them, sorry. But the I mean, I admit that last scene with the knife fight and the robot and the blue monster fighting each other, it was awesome. I give them full props. Yeah. I'm like afraid to talk about it because I feel like everything I'm going to say has already been tread. And it's like True. my obvious, you know, it's like I don't care that much, but my obvious gripes are like, Oh, it's another movie about the white man who can do it better than the, you know, the weird race of people. And like, and also one thing that was like how he showed that he was the, and he's the one, he's the savior. And also how he saved them was like, Ooh, 
we should get the bigger monster. They didn't think to, to, con- to conquer the bigger monster that none of the other smaller monsters can beat. Let's do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's kind of racist. None of the blue monkeys were able they weren't to, smart were enough able, to think to get the to big monster. The monster. It took the it took the, Earth the white man, man, the white Earth man, to come and have the balls to jump on that big red dragon. So fuck you. That's racist. Yeah, racist. Yeah. Think of that. No, I I don't disagree that all of this is. <laughs> uh, I don't know that it's. I don't I think, think it's it, actively racist. I think it is a very sort of racist. simplistic story, and it's. It's been told. What is you know, actively racist? Running around calling people racist. the n word. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think. James Cameron is writing that saying saying that human equals white man and Navi equals uh, (laughs) black savage or something, you know? Well, you realize most racism in America is not that way. Yeah, Racism is by its nature insidious. You realize that, right? When a guy yells, you lie to the first black president in America... He's not going to admit he's doing it because he's racist. But this is... You're getting me off my point. What I'm trying to say is the story there... Has been it's been told a million times. It's the last samurai or whatever. There's Pocahontas, a of, uh, yeah, Dance with Wolves, all, all that kind of stuff. John and Smith. You can accuse James Cameron of being derivative here. I don't think he's really being racist. He's just trying to tell. He's using a familiar story because he's not that great a uh, yeah, story. You're right. He's a, I'm not accusing him of racism. James Cameron's a great storyteller, but not a great story writer. Terrence Malick's New World, so racist. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I don't even know what character you're playing. Is it just a gayer version of Josh Fadum is what that it was, sounded like to me. That was Men on Film from In Living Color. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to TV. Damn you, David. Um, but well, there's there's no reason that it can't be both. It's like Titanic. When I saw Titanic, no, certainly it would be a better I movie if it were both. Titanic. I thought Titanic was a fine film. I thought it was a little long. A little long-winded, and I could have done without the bullshit romance. I would have liked more history, <laughs> but uh, f- but I like if it was a movie just like like if he ha- hadn't put in uh, Molly Brown and Victor Garber's character and any of the actual historical events, that movie would have sucked. But he was smart enough to make it historical, and same with all the Bill Paxton stuff. I loved it because it was teaching me about what happened with the Titanic, and I loved that. So that was it was a fine movie, you know. But it's like every movie he makes, it gets farther and farther apart. The technology gets farther apart. You know what movie I loved? And I'm in the minority here. The Abyss. I fucking loved The Abyss. I'll watch seen that it movie. A long time. I want to rewatch. I'll watch that movie a million times. Watch the uh, get it on DVD because it's got a lot of great stuff. Now, I'll watch the extended one or cuz isn't there an extended one of that? I there's don't know an extended of like all of his stuff. But, but it's got But it's is got, it bad like Ultimate No, no, no. T2 there's a, there, is bad, if you get the DVD, the there's like a pop-up video version of it that has notations throughout the whole thing that Cameron and people put in and it's fucking cool. Like there's a scene where uh uh um what's his name has already got the uh, the sickness, you know? You don't care what I'm Harris. talking about. No, no, no. The bad guy in the abyss. Coffee. Coffee's already got the sickness, the pressure sickness, and they're talking about what they're going to do. And he's like uh, cutting himself to keep to keep sane, to keep focused. And then they say, we ran this scene backwards to make it look creepier. Hmm. And you notice it and, and when they when they you see that written, you go, oh, yeah, that did look backwards. Because like he stands up and it looks kind of jerky and creepy. And then you realize that's why. But there's a lot of cool shit. But I love the fucking abyss. And I know a lot of people thought it was dumb, but I thought it was awesome. And it's like with every came movie, out at the same time as all these other water movies, like Leviathan and Deep Space yeah, Nine. It was the good one. But with every, Star Six. every movie he, he makes, <laughs> the, the, the distance between decent script and awesome special effects gets farther and farther apart. No, I'm not. It's not about just the special effects. He's 
you're right because let me let me just say this no, also. Can hey, I finish my point? I just I guess he's James Cameron. Cause we're, we're gonna get farther away. I want to say the other movie I loved was the sequel, Son of a Bis. <laughs> okay, Son of a Bis. <laughs> I like that an ar- life's abyss. I like that ar- an argument almost started over you having to make that joke over what he was going to say. It was an awesome joke. Okay, I will agree that because he's James Cameron, he probably doesn't have a lot of people telling him. Probably with every passing film that he makes, he has fewer people telling him that, that James, the, the buddy, dialogue is scene, bad. The smiling, but scene, it's not I don't know. just. Yeah, the smiling. Scene. <laughs> also, back Bubby. to the T two ultimate. James. There's the scene where. Um, where Kyle Reese shows up in Linda Hamilton's dream, in Sarah Connor's dream, and he's like, Sarah, the future's uncertain. I love you. <laughs> You're surprisingly good impressionist. I know that the, like... Do your Harrison Ford for him. Uh, uh, mumble, I to mumble. No, get off my plane, Chewie. Say get off my plane, Chewie. <laughs> um, so you made- I hate snakes, Chewie. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> George, Stephen, and I are thinking about this script. The script's not right. I won't do it. <laughs> I fucking love that. That is so awesome. Okay, all right. Enough joking around. Okay, no, David, can got, I finish David my point? David has points to make. I, I promise I won't talk. It's, it's, not just, points, buddy. it's not just the special effects. No matter how uh, many times we've seen this story, or how bad the dialogue is, or how thin the characters are, it's the storytelling. It's not just the special effects. He uses special effects, because that's what he's good at, but it's not just like, wow, that must have cost a lot of money. That's really impressive. He tells the story in a visual way, uh, in in a way that I think is very affecting, and is that's what that's what that's that's the singular thing about his talent. That's what he's best at. That's why he's James Cameron. And I, and, uh, and yes, the, the, you're probably right that the dialogue has gotten worse from film to film. But that's kind of not the point. And I'm not saying that it's the best movie of the year. You know, there are things. Wait, that are you're not on from, the foreign press. <laughs> no, I thought there, there are things no. keeping it from being a fantastic uh, movie. But it's a really good movie. In, Nothing um, keeping it from being Fantastic Four. I thought he was great uh, in Growing Pains and Left Behind. <laughs> oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. You're so stupid. <laughs> um, you're ne- I, you, you'll never be on any podcast ever again. Not just my show, but ne- you're not allowed on the internet. I'm taking away your internet access now. I'm going to come to your house and unplug your cable or whatever you use to get internet access. What if I give you a free copy of the Left Behind series? Ooh, then I'm no, in. I thought Ooh, he I'm was in. great in, in the practice and in, in happiness. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. All right. James Cameron Mannheim? <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Wow, to nice. That. Um, I, think that, I think that for me, because I agree with what you're saying, is that because it is, I, I, I found it really good to, you know, really nice to look at, and I actually really respect its use of 3D, that it's not incredibly showy, that it really just kind of uses it to immerse you in the world. And I was really concerned about that. Josh has something to say. It's, hang on a second. No, he was just being 3D. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this? <laughs> um, but uh, I, think, I think the reason that, uh, that so many... And, and, you know, I'm somebody who loves Sky Captain the World of Tomorrow. That's, that's all visual, uh-huh. you know. Um, but I, I think... Who remembers that movie? I do. I love it. I, I think, I think it's it. just okay. I think about it a lot. But, uh, I'm like in my mind. I'm like, did that come out yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, uh, I think, I think the reason, speaking for me, but I think probably uh, someone else is like this, is that the reason that people are approaching it not purely as as an entertainment is because I think he invites it with the themes that he's exploring. He's inviting you to think about these. You know these, uh, you know the environment and 
corporate, you know, corporate America and, and all that sort of thing. Like he's explored themes before, but this, I think this is the, the first one where it's real. it's, it's this, it's so overt. And so like relevant to today, I think by exploring that in the way in which he does, I think entertain, I, and if you read interviews with him, he, he takes it so seriously that I think the entertainment, even for him, has taken a backseat, uh, as has, like, character. Because Aliens, you know, it's not written the best, but he did create multidimensional characters and, and, and cast them very well. Um, and so I think, I think the reason that, for me at least, the reason that I felt that it was okay for me to look at it from a different point of view is because clearly he was as well. I mean, it's, it's, of course, it's primarily visual, but I think thematically, because he clearly takes it so seriously, I kind of have to as well, and, it, and, it, and when you start thinking of it that way, it's, I think it's just going to take you out of it. I think, and you bring up a good point that no one has brought up yet, that Avatar really has kind of a shitty cast. I mean, when you, look, when you compare it to the cast, even of the cast of Titanic... Mm. I mean, it's like True Lies has a good cast. True Lies has a better fucking <laughs> cast. This than has Mike a good this, cast, and this you know what? More... I I love True Lies, another James Cameron movie that I fucking adore. This movie needed more Tom Arnold. I'll, I'll definitely say that. Honestly, yeah. but like some of the, I didn't even know that was CCH Pounder in the that comic fucking relief role. was that nerdy guy. The uh, yeah, exactly. He's the comic relief. He was the worst. Uh, the floating mountains. Blah, 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 blah. Jason Sudeikis did kind you. of a funny impression of him on SNL. Did anyone see that yes. sketch? The funny. sketch was wasn't that funny i mean it was kind of funny but the the jason sudeikis was really funny and i thought I yeah well, i mean no, was, i'm not sure shitty, if, shitty i'm cast. not sure if we should bash joel david moore because uh there's a very outside chance we could get him for the show well <laughs> there's there's proof that he shouldn't have been in that fucking movie anyone who can be booked on anyone who can be booked on this fucking show doesn't deserve to be in a james cameron fucking movie him at a commercial thank you for proving my point tyler smith well, I guess I'll just go put a gun in my mouth. Um, I, re- I have to. I have to chime in about. Uh, I was at, watching the Golden Globes at my friends, or it was on, and uh, there's a, you know when they're sort of like when we when we return, Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio and blah blah blah, whoever. And they show all the people. They cut to the, you know the the I don't know commercial break. People socializing, shaking hands. They cut to Leo's table, Leonardo DiCaprio's table. And he's sitting next to Martin Scorsese. And James Cameron is walking up, and you see, you know, Leo turns. He's looking at Martin Scorsese. And he turns around and he sees James Cameron walking up, and and he's like, kind of motioning him over, and they're shaking hands. And you see Martin Scorsese notice him in the corner of his eye and prepare to act like he doesn't notice him, so that he's about to be like, oh, oh, <laughs> hey, and like you see Leo introduce. Um, he's, you know, he's like. He's kind of mouthing something. We we round it and played it ten times. We couldn't figure out what Leo was saying. It was something like, "Blah blah blah." Here's Martin Scorsese, yeah. and it's possible they're meeting for the first time on the thing. I don't. I know. wouldn't be surprised. And, and and you see Martin Scorsese. He's looking away as if like, mm-hmm, "I'm thinking about something. I'm thinking about <laughs> movies. I'm loving my time." And then, oh oh, and you see Martin Scorsese. How mouth, long was this outro to commercial? Well, I'm just analyzing. It's very quick, but 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 like it's very quick. You know, I mean, I'm sure that if. We were. It was a good person directing what I just described. It would happen like that. And, and, and what he was actually thinking was trying to get, get it across. What Martin Scorsese was thinking to himself was, "You think Avatar is a shit? Wait till you see this Shutter Island fucking preview. It is going to blow you away." Because <laughs> it was I like mean, that's the thing kiss- is, I look at like the Aviator. Holy fuck! That movie is a work of art, in my opinion. It is so brilliantly I it was shot. Awesome. 
It's the, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's, I do think that it, Leo, that was like the first movie that made me think about cinematography. That was like the, I, I looked really? at the movie and went, "This." It was the first time I ever said in my life, "This movie is a lock for best cinematography," and it was. <laughs> it fucking beat out the competition and. And I look at that movie and go, man, oh, Martin Scorsese knows what the fuck he's doing. And he, even, you know, he, <laughs> actually, I've heard you know, Martin Scorsese say in right? interviews that he he doesn't he knows camera movements, but he doesn't know he doesn't know like f stops and things like that. Uh-huh. You know, like he, he he just gets the best cinematographers and like tells them what he wants, but he doesn't actually know like you know the colors and stuff. He knows. Like he sense. knows what he wants the camera to do, and like what it wants. Like, oh, I want to reference this picture, this picture, this one. Or Isn't that what Alfred Hitchcock used to do? He used to say he didn't even get behind the camera. He used to frame it with his fingers, and the and the he, DP would have to get behind. No, he storyboarded everything. He storyboarded oh, he? the hell out of everything. Okay. Yeah, he and his wife, he and Patricia. How are we doing on time? Well, listen, I'm, yeah, you got to get to work, right? Pat Hitchcock. <sighs> yeah, that was, that was his wife. her name. Or, yeah. That's his daughter or his that's wife. His, uh, his Pat daughter is his daughter, I think. Uh, I thought, you said, I thought you said at Hitchcock. I thought that was his, his <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> he's back <laughs> and he's tweeting. <laughs> Hanging out at, at pretension with at I'm Hitchcock. I'm going to do that. I'm going to pull a fucking Chip Pope and do that. Does he do that stuff? Chip Pope's, all, all his tweets are fake retweets. They're That's hilarious. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're on Twitter, follow Twitter. at Chip Pope because all his are, they say Chip Pope, and then it says RT, like at Robert Downey Jr. And then something funny. They're all fucking brilliant. They're super funny. Well, that's, listen. Speaking uh, of Twitter, funny. you can uh, you can you can find me uh, tweeting for the show on Twitter at the Pretension. Right. You can find Tyler on Twitter at More Lessons, which is the Twitter for his uh, other podcast, More Than One Lesson. You can find Paul, me posting silly things on Witstream.com. That's I was gonna I was gonna get to that. Oh, that's nice. I was gonna say Paul is at at Paul Goble Show on Twitter. Right. And not not talk about Witstream because we never talked about it on the show. Well, Witstream, uh, uh, Mike Lee and Black kind of founds this or backs this site, and it's founded by this lady named Lisa Cohen, and she. You know, it's like a, it's sort of like a funny people post on there and they post like funny thoughts and uh, it's supposed to be that at least. Sometimes it just feeds from people's Twitters and you get all this at, at pound retweet crap, which I can't stand reading. It's just like, it's just, it's like, I can't stand, it's not English to me. I don't like learning this Twitter language of like pound, pound crap, at, at, at bodca- check out my podcast at pound with pound, pound, at pound. <laughs> and, and like, uh, but you know, it's people are supposed ideally supposed to post funny things, and you can comment on them and stuff like that. And so there's a lot of funny people who post stuff on that it. That sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. Now, Tyler, what is uh, the latest more than one lessons show? What is what are you uh, talking about? On it? <laughs> it is uh, about Avatar, and oh. it's hey, Tyler. What do you got coming up? It's uh, well coming. Uh, you know what? I won't say that because uh, I'm going to have a guest, and David and I are both going to have a guest. We're going to share a guest. Yeah. Uh, and Christopher Guest, who's married to Jamie Lee Curtis, who was in True Lies, brought it back around to James Cameron. Thank you. But you're talking you next time. But you're talking about Avatar. That would be the one lesson you're talking about on your show. That's your Avatar discussion is your one lesson. That's the one. Yes. There, so there's none. There's no. No other more. Lessons. There's really? just the one lesson. Just That's one. It, huh? <laughs> one and done. Get in. Get out. You might need to retitle your podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> just call it one lesson. It's anyway, and what, do you guys uh, do? You guys have anything to? Uh, well, you can listen to, of course, my podcast, the Paul Goebel Show that we mentioned earlier, and you can be a fan of us. Maybe on someday Facebook, I'll get to and, be uh, on it myself. You can well, well, <laughs> maybe yeah, after today. I'm rethinking. Oh um, no, you're I retweeting it like three or four times. <laughs> um, but uh, there's there's that, and uh, be, be a fan of ours personally. on Facebook, and uh, let me know what you think about the 200th episode, and. Um, 
Um, you know, there, we have a, a video content that you can order on my site, thekingoftv.com. You can get to the podcast from thekingoftv.com or you can order the video content. And the video content is great because the podcast is free. But the video content is only a 99 cents per episode, which is a right. great deal. Or and you can also get five for four dollars or ten for seven dollars. How much how is many, that a piece, Tyler? That's going to that's about uh, that's about 70 cents, I'd say. Oh, well, yeah, yeah <laughs> it makes perfect sense. You're probably the third person who's answered that correctly. So there's funny stuff that you can get. And oh, and we're having a special on my site. I just announced it on uh, which will be the coming upcoming show which will air tomorrow um, be, in, in honor of Mike Schmidt being on at the end of February. Now, if you order 10 video episodes for $7, you also will get every episode Mike Schmidt has ever done on my show. Uh, oh, cool. Free. I will, I will bundle all those up and digitally send them to you in, nice. a, in a neat little package. Jo- all the Mike Schmidt episodes. Josh, what about you? What do I have coming up? Uh, well, uh, Saturday, in addition to the show that, Paul couldn't unfortunately make the Battleship Damn it. live show. Uh, Josh, I can't be there. <laughs> um, I will. It's unfortunate. I will be performing at the Midnight Show, as I said before, hosted by Rich Summer of Mad Men. Uh, and I will be in that. And um, That's at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles? Yeah, UCB Theater at midnight. And then, oh, what else do I have coming up? Something really exciting? When are you going to go back to doing your show at the Ramada? Well, I miss that. Maybe never. Um, well, maybe I mean, it's, if you you want to book it, you want to find them comedians every week and get them people. In I used to run seats. a show when I was a young man your age. I used to run a show at the Comedy Store. I'm not so young it was anymore. A drag. Paul. I know exactly how much it sucks. Did you do a lot of stand up? <laughs> I'm asking sincerely. Did you did you do a lot of stand up back at, at the Comedy Store? Oh yeah, I used to be a regular at the Comedy Store. I used oh, really? to be a regular at the Improv. Could you still get spots there if you wanted? No. Why? I you? you so. I thought you're all once you're regular, always a regular. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm still a regular. That doesn't mean I can still get spots. You can't call them up and be like, hey, I'm doing stand-up. Why don't you put me up? No, because the people I know don't work there anymore. Well, you could say I'm a regular. My name's on the wall. It's not. Though. It's not? It's not on the wall. I thought they put everyone's name on the wall. No, nah, they stopped doing that when I started. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's what they told me. I was like, hey, can I put my name on the wall? And they're like, oh, we don't do that anymore. And I'm like, well, there's a well, guy over there. I remember my, my name my, on the wall right my, now. My, my, oh, he's the last one. My, ex-girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend years ago was a comedian, and, and she, you know... Wasn't like a huge name or anything, but she was a regular there, and I remember seeing her name on the wall and being like, "Whoa, who is this?" Stephanie Escajeda. <gasps> Stephanie Escajeda, you. <gasps> yeah. oh. Come on, let's not dip into my personal life here. I'm a big fan of Stephanie Escajeda. <laughs> her name's on the wall at the Comedy Store. Not mine's. Well, not Paul's I, Comedy she, Store. She was. She's up there. <laughs> Well, uh, Paul's comedy, comedy store, store is is in North Hollywood. We're, we're not talking <laughs> oh, yeah. about the You're same. You're talking about the, the comedy store in England. Um, what, what what else is on my plate? I'm uh, I had all these things loose up, um, but I forgot them all. Josh, I was curious. I was looking at your IMDb the other day, and there are, you're 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 in several movies. Uh-huh. One, uh, ca- uh, what is it? Calvin Marshall. And Marshall. And then Made in Romania is another one, right? Mm, that's not really. I mean, I'm in that for a second. It's more like a, a bit at the beginning. If I'm even still in it, I don't even know what's going on with that movie. Okay. But, uh, I mean, what are what are these? What is Calvin Marshall? When's it coming out? Uh, supposedly, it's supposed to come out, I don't know, this year. Um, okay. It's an indie movie I did, a shot in Oregon with Steve Zahn. And Aren't Alex all Frost. indie movies shot in Oregon? Well, <laughs> all movies shot in Oregon are indie. I guess <laughs> okay. I can say that. All right. Um, and, uh, and Andrew Wilson... Is in it and Jane Adams and uh, hmm. I have a part in it and um, you know it's, it's funny it's cute it's cool it's a nice movie about baseball okay and um, uh, hopefully it'll come out you know yeah 
Hope Absolutely. so. Absolutely. Just like uh, we're hoping you'll come out eventually. Of what? <laughs> your cocoon and, and you'll blossom like the butterfly like you Gutenberg? are you're so shy <laughs> yes like Steve i just Gutenberg. want you to yeah just come out of your shell i was just comfortable because i know you guys <laughs> <laughs> that's true you're very shy when you go to a cinephile and you're very shy you know it's cinephile sometimes feels like performing like i can be re- i can i can st- stand behind the counter and just blurt stuff out and be like I-, I can just make a song up oh last night oh we came up with a good one last night where uh uh, I was working there, and I just we started singing a song like called like Soy Chicken, you know, like Goldfinger. <laughs> yeah, right. But, and, so, and like uh, you know, uh, sh- it's a chicken, a chicken with a or something with a it's chicken taste or something like that. I don't know. We thought it was funny as hell. It does. You know what? That's exactly what I would expect to go on there at Cinephile. All right, well, it's listen. Exactly the discussion. Speaking of the final, Josh has got to get to work. So let's, yeah, let's go wrap there. this up. Uh, I have, don't get fired. I have a brief announcement very quickly. Uh, oh, congratulations. You're coming out. Hopefully. You're getting married. <laughs> yes, and I'm pregnant. Um, <laughs> oh, got, shotgun wedding. Yeah. <laughs> uh Hopefully starting next week, uh, but starting sometime soon, I will be uh, much following in Tyler's footsteps and starting a, another podcast uh, with a friend of mine. It's going to be uh, uh, about uh, about television. It'll be sort of the the past week in television. Wait, I'm sorry, what? And our our, our main goal is wait, to no is wait. To, it's about to, what is to take down the Paul Coble show. You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's getting <laughs> ugly over here. <laughs> Paul is out. Um, it's it's it, it, it'll be called. Uh, he's really going for the door. Yeah, he's he's committing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be called Television now Casualties. You can find it uh, on iTunes once we start. Is he coming back? Is he coming back? I don't know. Good joke. But um, good commitment. Great commitment. <laughs> great commitment. And then, okay, of course, less than if the, by the time you're listening to this, it's less than a week away. The live show, Battleship Pretension Live, February sixth. I cannot <laughs> come to the live show. Oh, Paul's back. Why do you? Keep, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, I made some funny videos on the internet that will be coming out soon. Oh, awesome. okay. So that'll be exciting. I made one with Brent Weinbach and Ryan Perez. Oh, oh, nice. Who I'm very I'm get, excited get about them, it. Get them on our show. Oh, yeah. I, um. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> they both. Ryan Perez I, I actually to... wrote a really cool uh, article about his favorite movies from... Uh, I love Ryan Perez. He's I, so, I, I he, talked to Brent Weinbach at... To talk Brent to him about, also, like, about being on the show at the uh, oh, yeah yeah I'd love to be on the at show. The, That's at my the, but it, this is at the Tomorrow Show anniversary show this past summer, uh-huh. and it was like three o'clock in the morning, and I was drunk, <laughs> and so I don't know if he wants to do the show. I'm sure he would. I, love really, to. I don't really remember talking to him I'm that sure much. Sure, he would love to do the show. But uh, I just was it. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I don't know. I'm just talking. anyway. Speaking of shows, Battleship Retention Live February sixth, Meltdown Comics at seventy five twenty two Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles, California, uh, eight p.m. Five dollars to get you in and get you all the free beer that you can drink until we run out. That's right. Um, and it's gonna be Jimmy Pardo. It's gonna be Frank Conniff. It's gonna be Jason Nash. It's gonna be Pat Healy. It's gonna be Josh Fadum. It's gonna hey, be Ed, me. Ed Salazar. Uh, and it's gonna be a great time. And David, it's gonna be you and me. Now, what's yeah. going to happen? Is we just gonna do stand up? Are we gonna chat with you guys? Are you guys gonna be there? Or you what? know, we sent out. Uh, are you actually asking? Or you're asking for the benefit. I'm really of the Really asking? I don't know. Oh, uh, we'll be in touch. Oh, well, okay. the people might at home might want to know, so they can be like, oh, I don't know, I can just go to any old comedy show. But then when you, you pitch it like this, no, it's it, it's essentially uh, the people are going to perform some sort of comedy piece, be it stand up or whatever they want to do. Uh, comedy piece of shit. In, 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 uh, theoretically, movie related comedy, <laughs> um, and then 
they're going to uh, <laughs> panel with us afterwards for a few minutes. We'll, we'll panel in between, oh, in, that's be- nice. in between guests. Like kind of like we do here. Yeah, Can we exactly. just panel the whole time, forget my act? Sure. I, I don't need to. I don't need you know that's what, what I always Let's, do when I watch you. Really? I forget your act. <laughs> <laughs> Let's that's just, a good one. That's good. Let's that's just bump good. everybody that's else off the show, pool. and we'll talk to Josh for two hours. Right, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you Sorry, know, and I got to go first so I can take up all the time and while everyone's getting itchy finger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, everybody, uh, thanks for sticking with us for 150 episodes. And for, we did an and hour and a half for 150. No? It make, that's good. <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's three quarters of 200. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Math, right? Math, absolutely. Okay, so, um, all right, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you're still listening, <laughs> I, we appreciate it. Uh, and, um, Paul, we'll see you next Saturday at the live show, right? <laughs> you son of all. Oh, you <laughs> Can you make it? <laughs> all right, Paul's quit. I'm still here, Guapo. I've unplugged my mic. <laughs> All right, and still talking into the cord, actually. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. All we right. will get you next time. Thank Bye. you for having Bye. me. Bye. Bye.